Hello, my PMP warriors. Welcome to day 29 of 40 days to PMP exam success. Today, we're talking about managed project issues. Now, this is one of the most important tasks on the exam because any knowledge area could present an issue. Remember, it's all about issues. Multi-stacked issues and problems could appear on the exam. In other words, you could have a question that has issues from a number of knowledge areas. You could have an issue that is risk-related, an issue that is scope and schedule-related. In other words, an issue was the result of a risk that materialized from the scope, schedule, and cost areas, and it also has resources associated with it. You see how you can have multi-stacked issues, so there's a lot of stuff you need to know. An issue is also called an impediment in the Agile world. So you need to see this as a possible 90 to 99, in my mind, percent of your exam. Your exam is going to have a ton of situational issues, risks, or associated topics. Now let's talk about an issue. What is an issue? Throughout the life cycle of a project, the project manager will normally face problems, gaps, inconsistencies, or conflicts that occur unexpectedly. And that requires some action so they do not impact project performance. This is how you need to see an issue. It is a problem. It is an inconsistency. It is something that appears unexpectedly. But the key thing about an issue is it is happening now. The issue log is a project document where all the issues are recorded and tracked. The issues could be tracked using the issue type, who raised the issue and when, the description of the issue, the priority, who is assigned the issue, and a target resolution date. And, of course, a final solution. We also track status all throughout. So the issue log helps the project manager to effectively track these issues, ensuring that they're investigated and resolved in a timely fashion. It is created for the first time as an output of this process called direct and manage project work. Although issues could happen at any time during the project, the issue log is updated as a result of the monitoring and control activities throughout the project's lifecycle. Now you got to see problem solving or issue resolution through the PMP exam lens as a way of you passing the exam. Because if you're able to think about how to solve the issue or problem presented in the question, you're going to be good. You see, problem solving entails finding solutions for issues or challenges, just like your exam. Your exam is going to present issues or challenges that are situational. So knowing about issue resolution today is extremely important. It can include gathering additional information, critical thinking, creative quantitative or logical approaches. Effective and systemic problem solving is a fundamental element in quality assurance and quality improvement. And that's why you find problem solving in 8.2 in managed quality. Problems can arise as a result of the control quality process or from quality audits and can be associated with a process or deliverable. Using a structured problem-solving method will help eliminate the problem and develop a long-lasting solution. So we got to go deep right now. We got to go deep into what exactly happens when you solve a problem in a very broad sense. So let's take a look. One, you got to define the problem. Two, you got to document what that thing is. The issue or problem needs to be documented in the issue log. Work performance data may be collected to solve the problem. Work performance data needs to be analyzed to solve the problem. And we identify the root cause as a result of the data we've generated. Work performance information is generated to help us solve the problem. 
work performance reports are also generated and this could in turn help us understand that there are problems and help us to solve the problem. Then we generate alternatives, we choose the best alternative and we implement the alternative and ultimately we're going to ask the question, was the solution effective? It's a yes then we have a final solution. If it's a no, then we go back to the beginning. So we have this cycle of life happening at any point in time from steps one through 12. But you as a project manager, your job is to ensure that everyone who is part of this is talking. There needs to be collaboration. This is not a lone project manager trying to solve a problem. All right, so the concept of issue resolution, as I said, is going to pervade your exam. It's gonna be big. So for that reason, let us jump into more details. Today, we're gonna to work a little bit differently. We're gonna jump on the road and we're going to talk about managing project issues. Let's get moving with it. It's your buddy Phil here, Project Management Training Coach. Welcome to day 29. Oh, 40 days to PMP exam success. Wow. The time is really gone. And we're moving really quick. Believe it or not, we don't have a whole lot of stuff left. We've only got two more in process and we're done. So this is all about managing project issues, right? I'm gonna turn the light off, it's late. Just want you to get a glimpse of me. And got to drive now. All right. So when it comes to this whole topic of managing project issues, you got to understand the enablers that are at play. Okay. There are three enablers at play. The first enabler is you need to recognize when a risk becomes an issue. I know that you've heard the term issue so many times that you may not have actually paused and thought, of what an issue is, practically speaking. An issue is a risk that has materialized. See, that's what it is. So you as a project manager, you need to be vigilant in order to manage risks effectively, project risks, and in order to manage project issues, the key thing is vigilance, right? Now, the risk register enables you keep track of identified risks and you need to keep your eye on the risk register at all times and ask the question has anything here changed or is it status quo is it the same as it was yesterday last week or are there changes you always need to keep your eye on the probability and impact and if those levels have changed you may need to take action. Now, if the probability goes all the way to 100% certainty, and it does happen, then you as the project manager, you're gonna have to be vigilant to have seen, okay, it happened, it's now an issue. Your next step, you gotta attack the issue. And you've got to attack the issue with the optimal action for project success. Because there are some issues, if you don't attack them with optimal action, ain't none gonna happen. 
or something slight would happen and you're still left with a significant part of the problem. So you need to attack it with all vehemence to ensure that your project outcome is what you are looking for, which is success, okay? Still on this topic, when we talk about attacking the issue, there's certain things you have to do as a project manager, and that is gather the team members together and seek for solutions that could actually potentially solve the problem. You don't know that they will for sure, but they have a high probability of solving the problem. You need to look for solutions like that. So, how do you do this? The PMI in the Pembroke Guide 6th edition have given us a very solid base for problem solving. And this is talked about, believe it or not, in the quality chapter. And I call this the D-I-G-C-I-V approach, the DIGCIV approach, because the letters form D-I-G-C-I-V. First thing you want to do is define the problem. What is the problem? What is the issue? Then you need to identify the root cause. If it's a risk that became an issue, then you've already gotten an idea of where the root cause is because in your risk register, guess what? You should have documented the cause, the risk, and the effect. If you did that, then you've got an idea of what the root cause of that risk, which has now become an issue is, right? After you have found the root cause, assume it's a risk that became an issue, right? That you already know, or maybe it's an issue that just came out of left field. You didn't see it coming, you didn't know that it could happen, and it just happens, right? If that's the case, then you need to look for what the root cause is. After you find out what the root cause is, you generate alternatives to solve that problem. It's so dark in here, you can barely see a thing. Okay, let's leave it on for a little bit. So, you generate alternatives, okay? After you generate alternatives with the team using a variety of methods like brainstorming, maybe you're using Ed DeBono's thinking cap or Think Six thinking hats, as it's called. Maybe you're using things of that nature. When all is said and done, you are going to come up with alternatives. Hopefully, you're going to come up with some solid alternatives, right? Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to generate the alternatives, right? You generate these alternatives with a team, and then what do you do? You choose the best alternative, and then you implement the alternative. So that's the D, right? Define the problem. I, identify the root cause. G, generate alternatives. C, choose the best alternative, I, implement the alternative, and V, verify solution effectiveness. you got to verify that indeed that solution did work. And if it didn't work, then you need to go back to drawing board. For this day, you need to view my issue data flow 
I've got an issue data flow video on YouTube that goes into the flow of what happens when you are resolving an issue. Okay, so I would highly advise uh, taking a look at that. So, as the outline says, you got to attack the issue with the optimal action to get the result that you're looking for. Okay. As part of doing this, we go to the third enabler, and this is we got to collaborate with all the relevant stakeholders. This is not a solo job, okay? You gotta collaborate, you gotta work with stakeholders, you gotta work with the team. Hopefully the team will be able to generate ideas, like I said, using any of those standard approaches. Brainstorming, school brainwriting, Eddie Bono's thinking hats, six thinking hats, things like that. But you gotta collaborate with stakeholders to resolve that issue. You gotta collaborate on the approach. And that's it, that's really it. Now for the exam, the tricky piece is knowing when am I dealing with a risk and when am I dealing with an issue and when am I dealing with an issue log, when am I dealing with a risk register, when am I dealing with a change log. Because these three things, they often are combined in some way, either in the options or the question. So you need to think about it like this. A risk has been identified, it's been documented in the risk register. The risk materializes and you have an issue. The issue is an obstacle of sorts that needs resolve. It could be that your initial response to the risk failed and then the risk becomes an issue. Or it could be that an issue that was not previously thought about just happens. If the issue just happens, you gotta follow the dixive, but if it's a risk, that you already have strategies for that failed, you could think of what you need to do as a workaround. Regardless what you call it, problem must be solved, and this is time for the project manager to collaborate. It's time for the project manager to collaborate. You gotta collaborate with those stakeholders, you gotta collaborate with people, team members, who are going to help solve the problem. All right, my friends, it's that time of our presentation where we take a look at certain questions. So first of all, let me remind you, if you haven't signed up for hpmexam.com half day bootcamp, go on down to hpmexam.com. We've got a bootcamp coming up pretty soon. It's just half a day. It'll get you in ship shape for the exam. You'll get this 600 plus page book and we will get you tooled and ramped up. The next thing I wanna show you here is our day 29 discussion. So what is an issue? What is an issue log? All of this stuff we have talked about to some degree. A few of these we may not have gone into, so I'd like you to go into them yourself. But let's take a look right now, my friends, at open-ended questions one more time. Let's 
screenshot this and come back with answers. If there's anything you need to know, put it down in the comments. But let's go into our multiple choice questions. When does a risk become an issue? All right, three, two, and one. Okay. The best answer to this, my friends, is not B, C, or D. The best answer is as a result of unmanaged threats. Unmanaged risk threats may result in issues or problems such as delay, cost overruns, performance shortfall, and so on. If you take a look, residual risk is still a risk, right? Secondary risk, still talking about risk here. Positive risks are not issues. So here we're just talking about A. Let's move on to the next question. What is the difference between a risk and an issue? Make sure you hit the pause button if you need more time to answer the question. All right, I will be revealing the answer shortly. Okay, let's take a look at the answer. The answer to this, my friends, is not C, it's not B, and it's not A. The difference between a risk and an issue is one has already occurred, whereas the other is anticipated. The answer is D. Issue is a current condition or situation that may have an impact on the project objectives. Let's move on to our next question. All of the following are issue log items except what? Give it some thought. All right. Okay, three, two, and one. So, who raised the issue? The priority of the issue? Preventive action for the issue or target resolution date? Remember, we're talking about the issue log. Okay. Well, let's think out of the box. What is an issue? A realized risk. In the issue log, you would have issues, but you wouldn't have preventive action in the issue log. So you got to think about it like this. The issue log is a project document where all the issues are recorded and tracked. Issues have already occurred. They cannot be prevented. Rather, actions are taken to resolve issues. All right, let's go to our next question. When should you check that there is no open issue in the issue log? I'll give you time to think about it. All right, my friend, and you do remember that on your exam, you got roughly one minute, 15 seconds per question. So you got to time yourself accordingly. 
All right, three, two, and one. The best answer to this, my friends, is not A, and it's not C or D. The best answer is B. It's when you are closing the project or the phase. The issue log is used to check that there's no open issue during closed project or phase. During the other times, there could be open issues since the project is in progress. All right, another question. All of the following can become an issue except what? All right, hit the pause button if you need more time. All right, three, two, and one. The best answer to this, my friends, is not A, B, or D, it is C. It is assigning an organization's most talented resources. This actually describes exploiting an opportunity. This does not describe what can become an issue. So taking a look at the options, I hope you were able to sift through the fluff. Let's go to our final one. Which of the following stakeholder management processes involves addressing project issues? We're looking for just one answer, the best. All right. Three, two, and one. Okay, my friends, the best answer to this, going straight to it, is manage stakeholder engagement. That is the one where we do a lot of this stuff. Okay? I hope you found this to be helpful. Remember to take a look at associated topics. And also remember, risks, they do become issues. Risk responses fail. The risk becomes an issue. The issue needs a resolution. A workaround is required. And multiple rounds of brainstorming may be required, which could result in a change request for corrective action, preventive action, could be defect repair, could be updates. But the bottom line is there's going to be an implementation of whatever that solution is. All right. Don't forget, go on down to hpmexam.com, sign up for a half-day boot camp. Always a pleasure to see you. And I look forward to talking to you on day 30. We're going to be 75% tomorrow. Wow. All right, my friends, you take care and I'll see you there.